Um, I think we've really had some a great quality of work, and that, that's like the, one of the things that we've been really talking about in the defensive room is there's really no in between with something that's right and something that's wrong, and we we talk about making simple better and not thing, making the easy things hard. So to come out and be in a good stance and have your eyes in the right place and to be able to play fast and hard, those are the things that we have to do well. And I think that's our guys have addressed that. I think they've come out of meeting rooms, they've taken coaching points, they've taken it to walk through, they've taken it to individual periods, and they've taken it, taken it to practice. And we're, we're in a really good um, process right now. And um, I really like that about this group. Um, I love the veteran leaders we have at each level of the defense. Um, not only you know special players, but like great men, guys that are really good mentors to our young players, both in the meeting room, on the field, and in the locker room. So that's been exciting, and it's really fun to work in an environment where you have some guys that have played the game for a really long time, and you have some young guys that are really just learning both the game how they need to work, how they need to take care of their bodies, and they're learning the process, and they have some people that are around them to see it and, and show them how it's done. And um, I, I think that as we try to not only um, get guys ready for the opener, we're talking about getting guys ready to have great careers as Giants. And I think that impacts that on both both of those levels. So, um, you know, we just got to continue stacking days and, um, again, really like, like the guys – like the direction, and we just got to keep working. James, everybody talks about the leap that defenses and players take the second year in the scheme versus year one. What's the leap you want this defense to take? Um, not just knowing what to do, but why they're doing it. You know, it's, it's one thing to, to say, here's a huddle call, here's my job, here's my responsibility, but why are we calling it? What are we trying to defend? What are the things that this call is really good against and what are the weak spots of the call? So we can play to some of the weaknesses that we might have in a particular huddle call. Um, there's no, you know, everyone wants to, might want to stand up and say that uh, every huddle call stops everything on offense. It doesn't happen. Just like guys on offense will tell you, um, there's certain things that a huddle call on offense is not good against if a defense is in. But we need to understand that and understand why we're making those calls and why we need to be in some of the adjustments. And um, beyond that, it's like the why, then it's the what to expect. What are you going to get out of this formation? What are you going to get out of this look? What's different this week with this opponent versus the next opponent? And, um, and, and those are certainly things that, that we have to be able to do in year two. It's going to help us get a better defense. James, as you look at Marcus Gold, uh, how much do you think, you know, obviously he's on a prove-it deal, prove deal this year, how much do you think his familiarity with defense will help him uh, thrive. What do you notice? You know, the thing I'll say about Marcus is this. Um, Marcus doesn't look at this year, and, I, and I'll speak for him and say this, and, I, and I'll speak because I know him. This is not a prove it for Marcus. I think Marcus has really approached every year as a prove it for himself. That's that's the kind of player that we have here with him, a guy that's that's loves to work and absolutely loves football. Um, I think that the first thing with him was just having a year. When you come off a of knee injuries, you need a year to be able to get back to the type of player player you are capable of being. 
and he's at that point now, and you see him when he's working, and you see a guy that's really you know laughing and smiling and having fun playing the game again. And I think a year ago he was really frustrated with his body that he wasn't able to play at the level that he expects from himself. And uh, we're at that point now, and I think right now we just got to do a good job managing his reps. So he's getting better, he's getting in shape, he's sharpening his tools, and you know it's it's like any of the vets that we have. You're not trying to have. Uh, get back to where you were after an injury. You're trying to become a better player than you were before the injury. So I think that's that's really where we're at with Marcus. Jim, with all the young guys you have on this defense, but they don't have it's a lot of NFL game experience. What do what do they have? Is it a lot of speed? Like what's the other side of that equation? What they lack in game experience they make up for? Um I'll answer that in, in two parts because when when I look at guys that don't have experience, um I think about uh, a lot of different things, and I've, I've said this to our group. Um, I called plays for the first time. So everybody that's been something has done it for a first time. You wrote a story for the first time at one point in time, and although some people might have thought that you couldn't do it, you were able to write something that was maybe beyond other people's expectations. And so we'll never be limited by expectations of others, whether we're playing uh, our first game or our hundredth game in the National Football League. So we're not going to be limited by expectations. Um, we're going to make sure that we're on the same page and that we have great communication. So our young players that are playing, and they might be second-year players playing their first substantial reps. They might be rookies. They might be third-year players. But we're going to be great communicators so they know what to do before the snap. So when the ball is snapped, their eyes tell them what to do, and they're going to go play fast. So. The thing to, to the second part of that, the thing I think these guys make up for is, man, they are just so eager to take in the information. And um, I think one thing with young guys now is sometimes guys are guarded. They don't want you to know what they don't know. And I think I respect this group a lot because they have been very open. You look in their notebooks and it's just filled with, it really is, there's pages of things. And guys are trying to organize their notes and, trying to take heed of some of the veteran advice and listen to their position coaches. And to develop young players now in this league, you need to teach them the process first. So the process being how can you take something from a meeting room and take it to walkthrough? How can you take it from walkthrough to your individual period? How can you take something from individual to team, then run it full circle and be able to do that on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, day after day, for really seven months and to be able to improve yourself as a player and so I think their eagerness to learn and I think their their ability to kind of put their guard down and get coached and know it's not about you know coach Shermer always says and I think he says in a great way it's not about attacking people it's attacking problems and we're trying to get better. Dexter Lawrence looks like he's been playing on the end seems like it's primarily like the five technique is primary spot what's the thinking behind that? Well, I think um, he, he, he's a three-position player. He can play the five, he can play nose, he can play three. And, um, you know, one of the things that happens, and offenses are creative enough, and we'll, as a defensive guy, we'll give him a little bit of credit, they're going to motion and make you play more than one spot. They're going to make you have to slide the front, move the front. So a guy that's a nose might have to become a three technique. A guy that's a three might have to become a nose. So to say anymore that one uh, a guy is just a nose, and you're going to flip tackles, you're going to do all that kind of stuff, it's really not feasible with the way the game is right now. 
Um, so you ha so you need to be able to do that one. And I think he is, as we've probably all seen him running around. There's, uh, there's not a lot of um, 300. And I don't know. I'm gonna he's gonna be mad at me if I say the wrong number. So 300 plus uh, gentlemen who are as athletic as he is and as powerful as he is at the same breath. No, so so I think that's that's one of the reasons. He, he has he has the ability to play three positions. Um, how how challenging is it for Julian Love to be at safety, be at nickel, alternate between you know first team, second team, that kind of thing? And what about him allows you to do that with him and not feel like his play is going to drop off in training camp because he's overwhelmed? Yeah, I think um, most, um, if not all, nickels play a second position. So a guy that might be a primary nickel, his second position might be corner, or it might be safety. Um, one of the last places, the last place I worked at, our nickel was also safety. So that's that's usually what comes with a territory with a nickel. That's not a sole position that they're playing. That's also one of the two positions they're going to play: corner nickel or safety nickel. He just happens to be playing some safety right now with it. Um, I think for his development, he needs to play behind as well. Because when you play in the slot, <clears throat> you're involved in a lot of things. You could be involved in a run front at times. You're going to be involved in a lot of mixed coverages. And be, by being able to play safety, you kind of understand what the nickel's doing as well as playing nickel. You have to understand what the safety's doing, and those those will go hand in hand at times. Um, then I think he's just he's like these other guys. He's, he's really eager. He wants to learn. He wants to get better. He's highly engaged. He's working on figuring out what his process is to be able to learn and be able to make himself a better player. And as he continues to do that, like these other young guys, um, he's going to keep getting better. James, you talk about players are anxious to learn, but in less than a week, you're going to be playing a game. Are you? How interested are you to see, can we stop the run? Can we generate a pass rush and things like that? Yeah. I, you know, the thing about the NFL is every year is such a new team. Even other places I've worked here the same. You, you're going to have new guys that are starters, new guys on your roster, um, and, and that's really that's just what comes with the territory. That's an every year thing. That's not just uh, a thing that's specific to this year. How much is uh, Tay Davis's athleticism and speed kind of set him apart when you're looking at that middle linebacker spot next to Ogletree? I think you know with the way. Again, it goes back to similar to the conversation with the D line. It goes back to what 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 you see in the NFL now. You see two tight ends and spread formations out of it. You see one tight end and people trying to get you in space and have to tackle in space. And that's the, the you know, you wish you still had it, but the time of a guy that, that sits in and runs down the hill and takes on lead fullbacks, you know, 40% of the game or 50% of the game on first and second down, just that just doesn't happen anymore. So the ability to tackle and move in space, and I think that's, that's one of Tay's strong suits that he can do. He, he does pretty well. And, um, a, a guy that going into the second year of the scheme, but more importantly, a guy that's a young linebacker, a guy that played some safety in college. So he isn't like a career linebacker. He's a guy that at one point in time in his career, he moved to linebacker and he's still really learning how to play the position. James, what do you think of your pass rush? I think we'll know a lot more um, as we get real live in-game reps. I think, um, you know, we – we always try to do a great job to take care of our quarterbacks and staying off of them. So one thing you end up getting with Rush is you get a lot of, like, I'm there, but are you really there? You know, a lot of the production as a rusher or a disruptor, because some pass rushes sacks and some pass rushes just 
is just true disruption, getting quarterbacks off of spots, changing sight lines. Um, a lot of that's really going to come when it's live and you can take the guy down and you can tackle the guy. Because those last two steps, that last flip of your hips, that last bend of your hips or your shoulders, a dip, all those little things really are a big part of determining whether a great initial part of your rush becomes a win, a disruption or sack. Coach, how do you, with the NFL being so different, how do you balance between developing and while also game planning? Um, it, there is a good balance there, and that's why you know we spend a lot of time sitting in and kind of determining the, the order of our installation on defense. We don't just call calls. We don't just put coverages in. There's an order of them, so there is some progression in the learning. So you can hope to take some of the schematic stuff off the guys. Then early on, just like we did in OTAs and Phase 2, early on it's, it's a lot about the eye. It's a lot about my improvement, my fundamentals, my techniques, the things I need to do to win my box and, and, and become a better player. Then as you go, it's how my piece fits to your piece and, and we're able to play together. We'll take two more. Absolutely, I think he'll be on the field nickel, and, and um, I think every day he's working to get better, whatever. He, you know, and that's why some of the vets that we have, I really love them, I do. You, you see Jackrabbit. Um, we're in a walkthrough period. If you were in here and saw our walkthrough, you'd see Jack in a good stance with his eyes right. You'd see Tree in a great stance with his eyes right. Um, and those are the little pieces that even when you're a veteran player, when you know there's things you have to work and improve at, not only are you making yourself better, but all the guys, the young guys around you that are watching how you're doing, what you're doing, um, that makes a difference to those guys. Um, I think Tree would probably take offense if you called him old. So I, I, I wouldn't say that he's an old player, but he is a veteran. And um, I haven't ever coached. I've been lucky. I've been around some unbelievably talented players players, but I've never coached any player that, that is without a deficiency of some sort. And, and whether you say it's a deficiency or whether you say it's something the guy's got to get better at, um, I've never been around one of those. So um, there's things that Tree has to get better at, and there's things that every all, all the other ten guys he's going to be playing with have to get better at. The thing that makes him unique is he identifies it, and when I see him work, he works at it. James, what are you Yep. You know, a, a guy that comes comes in had never played the position. A guy that was primarily a safety. So he he played some linebacker, but he went from safety to linebacker, to all of a sudden playing on the edge. And um, really good learner, um, great kid. He's working exceptionally hard, and uh, he's he's falling in line with all those other rookies that are trying to figure out their process. How, how different is Lorenzo Carter year two versus Lorenzo Carter year one? Much more confident. Much more confident. Knows what he's doing. What he's doing now, he's really trying to learn why he's doing it. Then he's also trying to learn um, based on some of the looks that he gets, when he can cut it loose as a rusher, and when he's maybe it's going to be more run game. And um, 
just I see a guy that's a lot more confident and playing a lot faster right now.